Welcome to uh, From the Field to the Fans podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Kisa Ramirez, and joining me again back in the soccer fold, uh, Donovan Jackson, sports reporter. How you been? Doing pretty good. Got a few days of classes uh, done, so, you know, getting back in the groove of everything. It's good to be here. How's class? Uh, it's going to be a tough semester. I got a lot of writing intensive classes, but I'm excited. Oh, so That's brutal. Yeah, it'll be all right, though. I think as the season progresses, and like you said, intensive, I think soccer season was going to be pretty, pretty intense. Um, the 2-0 uh, season opening victory against Houston, to say the least. I was there. I traveled three hours to go to the game. It was, first off, it started raining, and I was couldn't find the stadium. I got there at 6-10. I didn't find the, the field until 7-15. And I was just like, I thought I was going to die on three different occasions. I almost like ran it. It's That's a long good. story. It was just <laughs> terrible. I got there, and I waited 30 minutes. And then it just like, I thought it was going to be rained out, but it didn't. Started at 8-30, and then the teams were just, they didn't miss a beat. They were like in it from from the start like it was uh yeah I don't know what coach Connor told you before practice but it was it was pretty interesting to say the least yeah it was I mean um I talked to her post game and uh, she was talking about how they came out strong you know they're very excited season opener she said they did very well and then you know they got the the first goal I believe it was Lauren scored Lauren Prater, Lauren Prater. yeah she scored the first in the first half a nice assist from uh, Sydney Curry Lindsay Curry Lindsay it was Curry, like a yeah. nice ball ahead and the goalie was just one-on-one nice and then um but she also was worried about how they came out in the second half. She was like, we didn't come out as assertive, and she said Houston did. But she was very proud of how they adjusted to what Houston changed in their game plan. So she said they did very well. I think uh, Lindsay ended up scoring in the second half to you know, put a cap on it. But she was very proud of how the team fought through ad- adversity in the Houston game. There's a lot of things that I can say about that game. First, I was like within three to four feet of Coach Kat Connor, and that was a fun experience. She knows – million times more soccer than I ever will and she's just passionate about the game and she just knows her team she's really communicative um on the other side it was it was pretty pretty well I don't know what the word to say I don't want to get in trouble it was physical that's the better word unbiased objective journalism <laughs> word um it was physical Houston was a little getting into it coach uh, the coaching staff for Texas State wasn't really wasn't really happy they were kind of like what's going on the refs were, the refs played a very like 1980s basketball game where like jordan rough. rules rough like anything went like if you didn't like stab anyone you were good <laughs> to go and it the second half escalated to our associate head coach from houston Susie. Uh, i don't want to pronounce her name incorrectly but i think it's greg or gretch something gretch, around us i apologize yeah. Susie, if you're listening to this podcast um but she was at one point nearly ejected and she uh, was just very like onto the field and doing her thing, and like Coach Cat Connor responded, and there was a point where they're like, Coach Cat Connor, you're gonna, you're, I mean, they didn't say that. It was like, Cat, one more time and you're out. And she was yelling, and she was just like, Hey, but if anyone should go, I, I don't know why I'm saying this. It was just, it was just fun to see the back and forth, and that told me, long story short, that the teams really wanted to win that game. Houston uh, lost 2-0. Texas State won. It was their first victory in I don't know how long. forgot to look that up. Um, but they don't beat Houston very often. That's a big win on the road in their environment. And a couple things more. Houston, first off, fun stat. They had more red cards than goals. They had oh, one wow. red card, zero goals, two yellow cards. It was just it was, it was just, a rough, it was game. A rough could... game. And um, Another couple of little things before we get into it. Lindsey Curry was outstanding. She created the goal for Lauren Prater. Uh, the little the goal in the 80th minute that put the cap on it was on her right foot, which is her non-dominant yeah, she's foot. Left foot that's right. Yeah, and Coach Cat Connor noted because the ball was in the air. And first off, it was a beautiful two-pass sequence from uh, Taylor Allen, Cassie Hormuth. It was like boom, boom. Like it was you don't see a double assist in soccer. Yeah. And she just c- caught it off her right foot, didn't let the ball bounce, and just kicked it past the goal. Um, and that's something unique. And she said she can do that. She's she's really good at that. And then Caitlin Reinhardt, we'll get into that later. But she, uh, Coach Kat Corner said, 
Kat Connor said she's quote playing big time. She made a big time save, um, and that's would have would have broke up the game. And that save specifically was around the 17th minute, and Houston, uh, Texas State's back line let go, and it was just a one on one between the Houston uh, scorer and Caitlin Reinhardt pretty easy goal situation and Caitlin Ronner stuck out her right foot and saved the ball and really kind of swung the momentum back for the Bobcats because I don't know if that game breaks open and Houston win it so all in all Houston Baptist game on Sunday was canceled yeah, uh, due storms, to rain yeah. due to start due to lightning and I was there in my car disappointed oh, I waiting I was just like <laughs> dang I really wanted to cover this game but nonetheless they escaped the victory perfect 1-0 now heading into McNeese which is a uh, Friday night the season opener they're kind of pretty familiar with each other, right? Yeah, they are. They've been a great rival since we used to be in the Southland Conference. And I've, Texas State does own the record at 17-8-1, but um, it's not something that's been easy for Texas State. Like, you know, it's always been a good competition. And when I talked to Coach Connor about it yesterday, she was like, I'm looking forward to the competition they're going to give us. It's going to be a good test for us. She's excited to see how the fans are going to come out. Um, she was saying, I don't – despite what anybody says about any state, you know, being in the South and conference, like this is a very well coached team. And as of right now, they're two and Oh, so, you know, we both started the same, started out the same right now. So it's going to be one, one of the other teams going to get their first loss of the season. So I think the biggest thing is that it's just going to be a great first test. And I think the players and coach Connor are really excited to see how the uh, Bobcats come out to support them. And like you, like Texas state, they're also familiar, not with just each other, but with the notion that they're both young and experienced. And you talked about that in your season, in your uh, game preview. Yes. I believe they have seven freshmen to our five. So, I mean, they're going to be a little bit younger. They do have some solid players though. I believe it was, I forget. I don't want to, mispronounce her name i think it was ricky or low ricky or ricky yeah low ricky yeah, one of those she's we'll need a pronunciation them. on yeah. the websites i'm really struggling she yeah. uh she led them last year she led them in every offensive category i was talking goals assists so i mean you know that's six gonna, goals three assists 15 points 28 shots on goal yeah. that's the offense and right she's there she's one of she's their one player that got named all conference to the southland conference so that's going to be their probably focus is trying to stop her, especially the defense. The defense is young, but she thinks that they're going to be able to get going and get comfortable in the situation. McNeese finished eight, ten, and one overall last year. Um, the all-time record, the all-time meeting. They've finished. They've met twenty-six times all-time. Texas State's won seventeen, lost eight, tied once. Um, this is the twelfth meeting in San Marcos alone. It, it's just. It's just like these kind of matchups, you look at it. Yeah, McNeese is in the Southlands. They only won eight games. Texas State's right on the precipice of like being a conference elite. And you look, you think McNeese would be an easy challenge, but, but that's not the case over the last, especially in soccer. We've talked yeah. about this before. The, the it's margin one mistake for errors, away you're from, done. Like yes. we, Houston, it was a 2-0 victory, but it easily could have been a 2-0 victory in Houston's favor if Reinhardt gives up that goal and then they just hang their heads mm-hmm. and like play from Very behind. True. So I, I don't know. It's really hard to say just based off of their last season record because they ended the last season winning four out of their five games, and they got on a good roll. And that was one thing when I was reading up on McNeese that the coach was saying that I feel like that's carried over into this season. That's how they've started 2-0 this season. He said that opened our eyes to the type of work that it takes to be good to be good and get into the tournament and be successful in the tournament. So it's not going to be a cakewalk. It's something that we're going to have to earn, and I think Coach Connor and the players understand it's that. It's going to be like a pie walk, I guess, He's because pie like pie is a lot better than cake, and like we'll go. I pecan pie is my favorite. Pecan pie is your favorite. Yes, with uh, ice cream, Thanksgiving. Least favorite. Uh, least favorite. I think my favorite is apple pie with like crumbs on top and like the scoop of ice cream the scoop of ice cream we both agree is essential right yes i the ice cream (laughs) is going to be the best part but before we before we get back into the soccer thing cake you're you're on team pie 
Team pie. Okay, okay, good. Um, just like the ice cream essential, check this transition out. Um, I think another player that you were talking about that we we're going to go into that is essential to like the team, Miss Kaylin Reinhardt, senior yes. goalkeeper. Well, tell me about a little about how she's doing. I mean, she hasn't been talked about much. You know, um, of course, you're going to talk about um, Lindsay. You're going to talk about Champion, you know, our all-conference players. But Reinhardt is a big part of that defense. And, you know, we have a, a young line, a young defensive line. So, you know, of course, Champion's going to have to stand up and be the vocal leader for them. But Reinhardt's going to be the last line of defense. And like you said, she had a great game in Houston. She actually got announced the uh, Sunbelt Conference Defensive Player of the Week. And she recorded three saves. Well deserved. Yes, she recorded three saves in that game, and that led to her tenth career shutout for Texas State. But she isn't. She is one of those seniors on the team that's going to have to step up and have, step in that role and be a great leader for the young players. She right played now. all but eight minutes last year. Like just Maddie Nordstrom only got eight minutes the wow. entire year. They trust Kaylin Reinhardt with the entire entirety of like the system, and she's a great fallback plan because Kristen Champion, as good as they are, they were a little leaky. I think Coach Kanner would agree. They were a little leaky in the back line against Houston. Like I saw some opportunities for the Cougars that they didn't capitalize, but I saw a lot of opportunities that could have been goals. And Kaylin Reinhardt just snuffed out the angle, or she just made that big time save with the with her foot, and she just was like she has that. I, I also like. I took photos at the game because I was taking photos just because I wanted to get that experience. But the, also what was cool was that I had like a lot of different angles that I wouldn't have had if I was like sitting down. And there was an angle that I watched for a little bit. I was like behind the goal and just watched Kaylee Reinhardt for like two minutes. And she was just talking and like being vocal and telling like her defenders to go there. And she was just moving even though the ball was like on the other side of the field. Like there was no – for me, there was no just like um, there's no there's, there's no, no chill. Yeah, there's no chill yeah, like exactly. Like, and she was she was just like into the game the entire. And it's really hard to be that mentally invested into a minutes. game for ninety yes. minutes every game. She's the only player on the team that plays as much. I mean, granted, it's a goalie, but and you, you're not like running as much. But like, you got to be there because mm -hmm. when your teammates need you and you're not there, you're not the starting goalkeeper anymore. Yeah. You make a couple mistakes and you're not. So I think Kaylin Reinhardt incredibly incredibly important to this team Very but true. i think there's another player too that i think you're looking at as yeah, well yeah i was um talking i was wanting to talk about kristen champion you know i talked to her before i talked to uh, coach connor the other day and she was saying that um she's really just trying to focus on getting the team in a rhythm and stepping up as being a vocal leader she knows there's a lot of new faces around here that around her and she's had to make the teams have to make some moves with players in different positions but she feels like they're starting to get everything in a rhythm. They're starting to get going right now. She's, they're starting to trust each other and get in sync. Um, but she's really excited to show the fans and the conference what they're capable of doing. And when I was talking to her, she was excited about you know playing in front of her fan, uh, in front of the fans, the Bobcats, the alumni. But what she focused on when I was talking to her, she was she's ready to show the conference what they're ready to do. She's like, we're here to win a championship. That's our goal. It's my senior year, and that's what I want to do. And I'm really excited to show what we can do for the rest of the conference to the rest of the conference after being named third in the preseason polls. So I think she's really excited for that. Little known fact about unrelated to what you said about Kristen Champion. When I was 18 and I just joined the Star, she was the first person I ever interviewed. So I, I kind of like look at Kristen Champion, and three years later, she's more established than she was. She was just a sophomore when I talked to her, and she's one of the few seniors on this team and one of the few seniors, if maybe the only one, I don't want to misquote, but on the back line especially. Yes, on the back line. And, like, she's been, it, she's been there through it all, Sunbelt Conference, Swish, Southland, everything. And you just – they. I think we've talked about, like, their, their scores and how that, but, like, we don't really give enough 
you know, show to Kaylin Reinhardt and Kristen Champion. I'm glad you brought those two up because they're the unsung heroes of this team, the ones that, like, you look at the box score and you will never, ever See notice. Their name. No, and you if got... you do notice, it's probably a bad thing. Yeah, very true. I mean, you know, you're always going to be looking at the attackers, the forwards, or the midfielders. But I think we, Coach Connor even emphasized it. She was like, I'm glad that they're starting to communicate with each other better with each other better because someone always is gonna is going to have to have going to have to have each other's back and like she understands that and I think that's why Kristen is trying to be more vocal when she's trying to step up she's like you need to be here you can ask me anything she said she's very open to if the freshmen have questions anything like that so she's just trying to step up in that way and then the second game, we're going to go a little bit into it, but not as deeply as we did McNeese. Uh, UTEP, Sunday night, August 30th, also at home. UTEP's a prime opponent, 12-5-4 last year, 6-2-2 uh, two two in the conference, uh, third Conference USA, and they finished third in that. Uh, they're leading the all-time series 9-2-1, and, and the last meeting was a 0-1 loss in uh, 2013. Uh, Texas State's last victory was 2011, September. So not – I mean, I, I think they're generally familiar, but U UTEP's on another plane than McNeese, to say the yeah. least. Yeah, UTEP is one of those teams that's always going to be a solid contest for Texas State. Um, it's also one of another those Division One teams that – it's going to be a great test for us. And I think when I was talking to Coach, Honor, Coach Connor, she was like, I'm glad that we have these type of tests before conference starts because, yes, the team is young, but this is where they're going to have to grow and learn and learn from their mistakes. But, yeah, UTEP is going to be solid. They're picked third in the Conference USA with 14-letter uh, winner returners. So they're going to be solid. They're one and one so far. They've already got it lost. So, I mean, it's going to be a good test. I think it's going to be great to see how – the team bounces back that soon after McNeese State because I believe it's on Sunday we play they play yeah. Friday so it's going to be great bounce back and that's what Coach Connor was worried about when I interviewed her like practice like about two weeks ago she was like they're not in shape you know I'm upset about this and she's like they're going to understand what I'm talking about when they have to play on Friday and bounce back and play on Sunday so I think it's going to be a good test to see how the young players are doing and then how the veterans are stepping up for the team you, i mean utep is no joke no they're, they're not, gonna not like and in the mortal words of like uh usher i think they're gonna run it and they're gonna, they're gonna be they're gonna be a bigger test than i think mcneese will they're gonna run it run it whatever i don't i'm not singing the right thing but uh, i thought it was chris brown i don't I, I don't know but uh utep is kind of and it's also cool she's talked about it before how it's cool to have utep on uh, at home because last time they met they were on the road yeah. and that was kind of she talks about how that maybe there was eight hundred to a thousand people yeah. there mm -hmm. big hostile environment and that was a even though they lost it was like cool to be a part of they tied excuse me uh, excuse me they tied um, and they that now that they're at home flip the switch again it it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how the the fans and everything come together but as we wrap up the show Donovan any final thoughts. I think my biggest thing, you know, I've been um, talking to the coaches and the players lately. I just, for me, I just really want to see the Bobcats come out and support their team. It's that can be alumni, that can be students. I just and Coach Connor and um, Champion Kristen Champion mentioned this. She was like, "I'm just excited to play in front of everybody. They've been working hard for the preseason, and <clears throat> this is gonna be the first. This is gonna be the home opener. So I just really want to see everybody come out and support our team." My uh, final thought really isn't a huge thought, but it's like. It's good to see some Bobcat soccer at Texas State. Um, two games in Houston. Now they're coming back home, and I've that was my first beat as a freshman, and it was cool to be a part of the atmosphere. And the fans are really strong. And Coach Kat Connor has a tremendous program on her hands, and she knows what she's doing. So, regardless of what happens, I think they're in good hands. So that's my final thought. Um, but for Donovan Jackson, I'm Kisa Ramirez. Peace out.